Hey, wellness friends. This is Dr. Cheryl, and this is the Ask Dr. Cheryl podcast that I promised you that each week we would create just for you, the members in the Dr. Cheryl Wellness Membership. So this week, I wanted to highlight and really talk more about reversing insulin resistance and also more tips on how to get started with the Dr. Cheryl Plus membership. Some of the most important things I thought I would highlight is reversing insulin resistance as well as reversing type 2 diabetes. And as we look at both of these conditions, I want to make sure that everyone in the membership understands that there are five main concepts that are important when we talk about reversing insulin resistance. And these five concepts I'm going to highlight in the podcast. And number one, insulin resistance is the mother of all metabolic conditions that lead to lifestyle-related diseases like diabetes, heart disease, kidney disease, cancer, and so much more. And the clinical risk factors that tie in when we call it metabolic syndrome um, are all focused on the mother of these being insulin resistance. And this is where we talk before about elevated waist circumference. When we see a waist circumference for women greater than 35 inches and for men greater than 40 inches, it's about a 95 to 98% chance that you would have insulin resistance if we were to do the blood work. And again, it's always interesting to me that we don't measure fasting insulin on a standard medical appointment. And it's something that's so important. We look at blood sugar levels. We look at hemoglobin A1C. But fasting insulin tells us really what's happening earlier on because we can have normal blood sugar levels and be insulin resistant. So it's just starting in that process. It's beginning to take more and more insulin to drive that sugar into the cell and keep our blood sugars lower in our bloodstream. But that process is happening and our body during that time, the insulin, we're just taking more insulin to drive the sugar into the cell. And as we age, as we have different lifestyle, as we become more sedentary, and we'll talk about all those things that lead to more insulin resistance, then we start to feel more of the energy slumps and the symptoms that we find after meals where we're still hungry, we're still craving and snacking, yet we just had a full meal. And these are all signs of insulin resistance. So it's really the core of everything that we're talking about if you're wanting to reverse or prevent, treat any of these chronic lifestyle-related diseases, we've got to talk about insulin resistance because it's the, it's the core of it, the foundation of it. So elevated waist circumference, 35 inches for women, over 40, 40 inches for men. These are markers that you can simply measure yourself with no blood test to see that my waist circumference is beginning to expand. And some of the things that do that we can see too as um, estrogen comes down and women start to come into perimenopause and menopause, we begin to see waist circumference increase with women. Um, and as we see testosterone drop for men, as they age, we begin to see uh, more abdominal fat. So elevated waist circumference, a powerful marker of insulin resistance. Being overweight and having difficulty in losing that weight or spending a lot of our life chasing one diet to another that we talked about last week and continuing to regain and be caught in this diet trap of lose weight, gain the weight, and really having trouble losing the weight 
these are also signs of insulin resistance because remember insulin is about store fat. And if we can't get the blood sugar into the cell, the insulin's job is to make sure that our blood sugar levels are at the right level. So if we can't get that insulin and that cell is too resistant to the insulin, then the insulin will trigger to the body. Let's store this sugar as fat. So that's kind of the cycle where we begin to gain weight with insulin resistance. Um, Over time, blood sugars begin to increase and it depends on the genetics for that. If your blood sugar always stays in the normal range, but you are insulin resistant, or some people will move on that the insulin finally begins to wear down. And because of your genetics, you could move into prediabetes or full type 2 diabetes. The difference with type 1, just to highlight, is with type 1 diabetes, our body doesn't make insulin. So we have to take that medication, take that hormone, um, and do that as part of every single meal. But we're talking about here with insulin resistance that type 2 diabetes for people, it's 79% of the population, it begins with insulin resistance and it can build into a full-blown diagnosis of type 2 diabetes. For other people, they may just be overweight. And the other side effects that they get and these clinical risk factors that can lead to heart disease, cancer, high blood pressure, all these other clinical risk factors that we see that go hand in hand with insulin resistance. So we've hit them again, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, high triglycerides, and then elevated inflammation. So as the body stores more fat, we begin to see these chronic levels of inflammation that can be very much related to... um, having an increased overall uh, percent of body fat. So these are the things that we talk about where it's so important to seriously look at insulin resistance as a core of our overall health. The number two thing I want everybody to know in our membership and really understand about insulin resistance is that reversing insulin resistance is 100% possible, but a lifestyle change is needed. So 95% of these diseases that are completely based, the core of them is insulin resistance, Um, like cardiovascular disease, as we've mentioned, high blood pressure, kidney disease, diabetes, type 2 diabetes, um, even into cancer. 95% of these diseases, research and science is showing us, are completely reversible or preventable with diet and lifestyle changes. So Let's remember insulin resistance is the root cause and we have to look at what we're eating and what our lifestyle is. If we really want to do something about it, we can use less medication. We find that the research showing us living 10 to 12 years longer without the diseases that we're genetically set up to get that our family members may have gotten with a different lifestyle. Number three, adding more whole plant foods to the plate is a really key part. And I want everybody to understand that as we look at the plate, I'm not asking people to become vegetarian, vegan, but the more plants on your plate, especially whole plants on your plate, this is increasing fiber. It's increasing the antioxidants that are so powerful for healing the body and improving insulin resistance. These fibers slow down the release of the blood sugar from the stomach when we eat the food into the bloodstream. And it gives the body time when it is a little bit insulin resistant 
to slow down that process, not spike those blood sugars. And it really makes a difference as we start to make these diet and lifestyle changes, we begin to see our health transform. Another is um, decreasing refined sugar. You'll see that in the health score that I have you taking. um, And that's such an important part because that's the prescription and the dose. But we also, we see we gain points for adding more whole plant foods and we lose points for eating more refined sugar and also saturated fats. So these are foods that we definitely know can, um, if we decrease refined sugar and saturated fat in the diet, we see an improvement in blood sugar numbers and an improvement in insulin sensitivity. We talked about the oxygen cocktail. This is number four of the things I really want members to know about insulin resistance. And that's an oxygen cocktail, which is a 10-minute walk after your meal. The timing of that is powerful because we're trying to eat the right foods to slow and reduce and delay post-meal blood sugar response. And with the oxygen cocktail within that hour of eating that meal, that walk, just 10 minutes, you're not racing, you're not running, it's not a jog, it's a walk that you can walk and talk. Um, Walk with a friend, walk with your partner, walk with your dog, go on a walk and listen to your favorite podcast, maybe the Ask Dr. Cheryl podcast or the Wellness Wellness Table podcast. But this 10-minute walk and the timing of that, and if you do that after each meal, it works. It's the magic that really is powerful in reducing and delaying blood sugar response. I found in measuring that in the Take 10 program, and remember this membership is for you to be experiencing if you were a client or a patient of mine in the Take 10 program, what I would say to you. And what we would do is we would measure the blood sugar levels right before they ate the first bite of the meal. We wanted the food to not raise blood sugar more than 50 points right after the meal. And that within two hours of the meal. And then an oxygen cocktail, we would measure blood sugar for people that were really insulin sensitive. And then we would measure the blood sugar before and after this 10-minute walk. And we found for the most insulin resistant person with type 2 diabetes, there was at least a 20-point blood sugar drop from just a 10-minute oxygen cocktail. And some experienced up to 40-point blood sugar drop. But the average was a 20-point blood sugar drop. So this is really powerful in starting to see the waist circumference come down because now our body is becoming more insulin sensitive. And this oxygen cocktail is the medicine for that. The right meal doesn't spur that spike to be too big. And then the oxygen cocktail from whatever we did eat will bring down that that spike. We also had um, some people that would come to the program when we would try some different things, but if we had a blood sugar spike that was, say, 75 or 100 points after a meal. We found that it took about a 20 to 30-minute jog to bring blood sugar down after a meal by 50 to 75 points. So we used to talk about, boy, if you were wanting to eat whatever you wanted to eat, the refined foods, the saturated fats, just eating whatever you like eating, and we can say that's all okay, eat whatever you want to eat. But if you do, I just have said that you could exercise like jogging 45 minutes after every single meal and bring the blood sugar down. So if you're super, super active, these people can eat whatever they almost want and they won't see really 
any kind of negative from the diet that they're eating. But most people don't sustain that for life. And there's still other health benefits besides just insulin resistance from eating healthy foods. But I always found that to be interesting that it wasn't even realistic that most of us do not have time to take a 45-minute jog after every single meal and to be able to manage our blood sugar from eating soda and fruit juices and refined sugars and desserts and a lot of saturated fat, the, the typical American diet, actually. And this is why we begin to see our society gaining weight, waist circumference begins to increase as we age, and metabolically, we're beginning to see that the mitochondria is becoming damaged and we are insulin, sens- insulin resistant and we need to become more sensitive. And number five, just want to say this is the bonus number five of what we need to do to be successful with insulin resistant and that I want all of you to know is that it takes a community and that's part of what this membership's about. So if you're on a journey of reversing insulin resistance, Uh, reversing type 2 diabetes. We want to be a community here. And this is something that I want to be here as an expert in nutrition and food as medicine so that you're getting accurate advice. And we're here as a community to inspire each other along the way and really help everyone stay on track. And that's what the membership's about and the dashboard. If you sign into your membership, you're going to see in that dashboard all the different tools to keep you going. But this podcast is also a way for you to each week just sign in, let's touch base, where we can see where you're at in your journey. And then in the forum, you can ask questions of whatever you're concerned about that week or something that's unique to you, or just connecting with different people, a part of the community and inspiring each other along the way. So to highlight it, insulin resistance is very much a lifestyle disease as well as type 2 diabetes, and insulin resistance is the root cause of most of our lifestyle-related disease. Like we talked about diabetes, cardiovascular disease, kidney disease, and even cancer. And diet and movement have the biggest impact, but staying consistent is where most people fail. So we go on these diet cycles, we become too restrictive, and I think it's really important for us to focus on what can we do more in our, what we eat and in our activity and in our lifestyle choices to be able to be consistent and make it a lifestyle. Health isn't just a static point in time. Today, my blood sugar is okay. My blood, my insulin resistance, I, today I'm sitting right here and I'm Okay. But we have to think of health as a lifestyle, and it's something that is the choices that we make, how we eat, and how we live overall. Not just one day, I had birthday cake. It's not about that. That doesn't mean you failed. It doesn't mean you're good or bad for eating something that you're bad for eating something that you know you shouldn't have eaten, and you're good because you did not eat it. That's now we got to talk about mindset. This is really about Finding that freedom, we're hearing this with intuitive dietitians, finding food freedom, but there's still foods that really do make a difference in fighting insulin resistance and in reversing disease, lifestyle-related disease, and I want you to know all of them. And the other is, um, it's so important for you to just kind of focus on the theme that we talked about with... I think it was number three in the things I want you to know 
but adding more plants to your plate to reverse insulin resistance and to fight disease. And this is a part of the longevity to live younger, longer, but today you'll feel better. You'll have more energy, the more whole plants that are on the plate. So be sure and check out the plan your plate tab in the membership. Cause that's where I have my meal planning tool for a full plate meal, a small plate, and also a smoothie that are the combinations that will give you the perfect meal to crush hunger, curb those cravings, balance your blood sugar, designed to give you the fiber that you need at that meal, the protein, and the type of plant fat that you need to help your body heal, reverse insulin resistance, and start to see these clinical risk factors that are associated with insulin resistance begin to improve. And that's the journey. And if you look at the wellness tab or the wellness check-in in your membership, you've set your health goals. And in those health goals, I want you to see that as your score goes up, you begin to see that you will start to meet those health goals and your clinical risk factors will begin to come down. Another thing that I'm excited about, super fun, I tested a new recipe yesterday and I promise you to have yummy, nourishing, delicious recipes that are a part of this membership. I was a cookbook author for many years before my doctorate. I am very due. I, my passion is doing writing cookbooks. Um, and I did that when my children were young and I have not done one for a very long time, but you will still see more choices, um, quick and easy cooking um, and choices, um, eat well, live well, that are still on, sold on Amazon. Um, they're continuing to sell, sold over 2 million of these books years ago. But this is still my passion. And then I spent 10 years with the Take 10 program where we created the recipes that was the medicine that really helped us with the outcomes that we had in that program. And so with the Take 10 program, we created, you had 30 meals during that program. So I'll be sharing those recipes that are proven, taste-tested, and result-driven that are really powerful recipes. Recipes favorites from the cookbooks I've done over the years, hundreds and hundreds of recipes. And then I'm still, that's my passion. I love to create more. So yesterday, my daughter and her new fiance came over and um, had a few hours to... Um, spend with us and we had dinner together. And I thought this is a perfect time to test a new recipe. And I wanted to get um, something that was like a fall, really great salad. I was just sort of craving that. And so I created an apple pecan arugula salad. It's really delicious. I'm writing it up right now. I took photos of it. So it's going to be on the website in a few days, but I want you to try this and look for this recipe coming in the next few days. But this is a delicious healthy, hearty fall recipe with this peppery arugula, crisp apples. And I took the pecans, just raw pecans, and just toasted them in a dry skillet for just a couple minutes so you can smell the flavor. They're very easy to burn, but boy, that toasting of the pecans makes them delicious. And then I was going to use raspberries or cranberries, I should say, some dried cranberries. Um, and I didn't have any, but I had some really delicious dried cherries. And so I thought, I'm going to try the dried cherries in this salad. And then I dressed it with this simple, vibrant lemon vinaigrette with fresh lemon. Um, it, it was just a very light, simple, super delicious dressing with a little bit of maple syrup um, that kind of just added just a touch of sweetness. Um, and it just makes a perfect, light, yet satisfying plant-based meal. Or another great way to add more plants to your plate and eat this as a side salad. 
So I'll continue to add more yummy and nourish recipes and I'll talk about them on the podcast because food's the passion for me. It's the medicine, but if it doesn't taste good, it's hard to swallow it. So I'm all about wellness, one delicious bite at a time. And so I hope in the membership that you enjoy recipes. I want some that you don't have to cook, um, some that if you love to cook, here's some really new, you know, kitchen, being in the kitchen and cooking is something that you love to do and it's your love language for your family like it is for me. I'll have recipes for you, but also if you don't like cooking, just things that are very, very simple. And that's where I have the super six smoothie. We talked about that last week, but that really should be a foundation. Create your variation of that, but that is a smoothie meal. It's in the um, plan your plate tab in the, in the dashboard. And when you click on that smoothie meal, it'll show you how to take a smoothie with no powders, no milks, all whole plant food and create an entire meal that's a smoothie. And just adding that every day is another really powerful thing. And another way to get more plants on your plate, or should we say in, in your glass and as a meal. So this membership is like taking a journey of being my client in Take 10, that 10-day full immersive wellness program that I brought it here to be a one-of-a-kind digital program with proven strategies that we saw work on thousands of people. This isn't just an idea. People will say this is a science-backed or research-driven strategy. But if they haven't applied it, it is so different when you're talking about how do I get people to love the food? How do I get this to be acceptable? And how do I know it really works on my population? And so that's what I love is that I'm sharing something with you that is science-backed, something that I actually have a doctorate in clinical nutrition and a registered dietitian. But I'm also a cookbook author, so I cannot give up flavor for anything. I would be in the club of probably wanting to die earlier in life if I had to pick giving up all the foods I love. So my promise to you is we're going to keep bringing yummy, healthy food that you can enjoy and showing you how to create the foods that you like that can be really delicious, foods that are from your favorite what you grew up with, and maybe something that we can add more plants to that plate. Again, you don't all have to become vegetarian. You don't have to be all plant-based. But let's think this week about adding more plants to our plate. And let's also think about let's score up for wellness this week. So check your daily score, and let's start to see that score moving up. It's a 20-point score. The closer you get to 20. So this week, set a goal for one or two of those score points to add them and see how you can start to increase your score to see your wellness and your health improve. Um, and listen to the, the Wellness Table podcast um, on reversing insulin resistance to reinforce this a little bit. And also in the masterclass, I've talked a lot about balancing blood sugar. So just as a reference for you and a resource, places for you can go to go with a deeper dive on these topics. Remember to meet the community in the forum Let's try some of these nourishing recipes this week. The apple pecan arugula salad, it will not disappoint. It's perfect for the fall. I'll be adding that very soon. The super six smoothie, um, it's powerful. You get six points on your score for the day. But I look at it as the chemo preventive smoothie, and I will talk about it every day because it's a delicious way to start your day or end your day or have it for lunch, keeps you full for four hours, improves insulin sensitivity, And it will really help you fight disease and help you achieve your ideal body weight as well. Let's remember the oxygen cocktail after each meal. 
And let's start looking at some of the other exercises. We've talked about zone two exercise and HIT training. So, and resistance training. So as you're going through your score, what exercises are you choosing this week? And are you starting to move more? Because it's so important. But at least commit to an oxygen cocktail after each meal, because that's where you'll really see the most powerful magic. And then as we have more muscle, as we build muscle, we'll see that it begins to heal our metabolism. It tells our body that we are young and that we are moving and we need to make more mitochondria and we need to store more glycogen because it looks like this person's beginning to move more and they're more active and they're getting younger and living younger longer. And so that's what you're telling your body when you move more. And then look for each week, I'll be sending you a letter from me personally, right to you in your inbox. And it will uh, just be loaded with the recipes, articles on nutrition and wellness, podcasts, this podcast, all linked so that you won't miss any of the new content that I'm sending each week. And my goal is to deliver a daily dose or a weekly dose of inspiration to keep you going and wellness wisdom and some of the latest science and news that I'm seeing along the way so that I can stay current for you. And you will begin to quickly see health transform even in just 10 days of practicing a score of 18 plus out of 20. You will start to see the results. You will see waist size begin to drop as insulin resistance improves and as your metabolic health begins to improve. So if you watch your daily health score and you start watching your waist size, just those two things. You can do that all yourself without any doctor's appointment, without any blood work being done. And you can begin to see that your health and your body is healing. And as these things are happening, you are reversing insulin resistance and fighting disease with the food and the lifestyle choices that you're making every day. And that's the goal. So I am here. It's Dr. Cheryl. I'm signing out, but I am here to answer any of your questions um, please submit them to me. You can respond to the podcast. You can reach me in the forum, but I want you to have a great week and welcome to wellness. And I'll see you next week.